Amen. What a wonderful evening to be in the house of the Lord and to feel such a wonderful presence of God. Amen. Thank the Lord for the great people of God and that they're faithful in your giving, faithful in your attending and worship and Bible reading and everything that it takes to be a child of God. Amen. I want to keep pressing on. What about you? Amen. I want to keep pressing on. So good to have everyone here. Amen. Good to see the Maxwells. God bless them. Amen. Praise God. Amen. The Whites here with the monks. God bless them. Appreciate them. Amen. Brother and Sister Bates. God bless them. Appreciate you being here. Seen the, seen the Bransfields come in. God bless them. We love y'all. Amen. God's been good. I told the church Wednesday night, obviously, what's on the agenda is to build a new church. And I got a, a, a cousin that's over the whole region for Goodman Air Conditioner. And he gave me a, a quote for five, five ton heat pump units for $17,000, 17870 which is kind of about as cheap as it gets. But anyway, so we decided starting Wednesday night, we were going to start raising to pay them off. They take about eight weeks to get here. And I don't want, I don't want Joe Biden to mess up my air conditioner, so I'm going to buy them early. Praise <laughs> God. So anyway, we started out Wednesday night with 17000 $870 to raise, and so far we have raised $12,752. Amen. Praise God. So we owe $5,117. They're paid for. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You've been good to us. Hallelujah. It's just like every step of the way, God just is performing miracles. And Brother Corbett from Whitehall donating 4,000 blocks at $3 a piece. Amen. It's just like God's just. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. There was a man told me one time, he said, you don't need to spend so much time trying to win like regular kind of people. You need to, you need to win some really influential people that can pay off a church. Praise God. I said, man, you don't have a clue what you're talking about. Let me tell you who's influential to me is the one that God says, that's going to be my child right there. Hey, if the creator of all of heaven looked down at you and looked down at me, that means we're pretty important. Oh, I feel like shouting right now. We don't have to hang our head down to anybody, anywhere. We're the people of God. We've got royal blood flowing through our veins. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, God don't start stuff and then not finish it. Amen, I'm, I believe he's gonna do everything that he's promised. 
Amen. Because we're not here looking for the rich. We're here looking for who God wants. Well, hallelujah. We're not looking for a certain color of skin. We're looking for who God wants to save. We're not looking for people that believe politics one way or another. We're looking for who God's looking for. Whosoever will. My Lord, I feel enough Holy Ghost in here. Nobody has to leave tonight without getting the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let me tell you how simple it is. Repent of your sins. Get baptized in Jesus' name and God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. The greatest day of your life be when God fills you with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. The greatest day. Do you remember the day that God filled you with the Holy Ghost? Ah, hallelujah. I hope he does it again tonight before we're done. If you got your Bible, open them to Psalms, the 37th chapter. So good to have Jelena's father here all the way from Canada, eh? Amen. Praise God. Amen. We're glad to have you. 37 and 25 Psalms, the steps of a good man. Everybody say a good man. Are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young and now, unfortunately, I'm getting older. And yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Never in my life. I want to preach never forsaken. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord. I need some prayer warriors to help me pray right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, if it's appropriate, join up with somebody next to you. Bind your faith with their faith. God, we need you in this house right now. Come on, Rabaha. Come on, why don't you pray until the Holy Ghost begins to flow through you? Come on, the word will settle on good ground if you'll let the Spirit flow. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. Thank God for chairs on the front row. Amen. Praise God. I'm praying before the church. new church is completely built. There's chairs all the way to the front. Chairs all the way in the aisles. And foyer, platform. Amen. Praise God. Amen. When you, when you got food, people will come. When you build a fire, people that are cold will come warm up. Thank God for a real church. Thank God for a real church. Amen. I, I'm not looking to be entertained. I'm looking to be changed. I'm not looking to hear Jerry Clyer stories. I'm, I, I want to hear what thus saith the word of God. Tell me what the word says I got to do to be blessed. 
Show me what I got to do to be saved. Preach the gospel to me. Come on, let's clap our hands to the Lord. Do you love the word? Do you love the word? Do you love the word? Hallelujah. Amen. Guess who don't like the word? The devil don't like the word. You know why the enemy hates the word of God? Because the Bible says we are begotten by the word. That's how you got born again. Somebody taught you to repent of your sins. How do you know to repent except somebody preached it to you? And how could you hear without a preacher preaching? And how could he preach except God got a hold of his spirit and said, get up there and preach my word tonight. I'm going to preach to the church. Amen. This is my my disclaimer. I got here early this morning to pray. Brother Blakely was coming to preach. The Lord began to deal with me about this message. Amen. Praise God. I began to type out notes this morning about what I was going to preach about. God not forsaking his people. Amen. Before he got up and started preaching about it. So that's, I'm just going to tell you, this is what God wants you to hear right now. I said, God wants you to hear. It's going to be all right. If you'll just put your hand in the hand of the one uh, that walked on the sea. If you'll put your hand in his hand. uh, Hey, our hope ain't in government. uh, Our hope ain't in a shot. uh, Our hope ain't in somebody legislating something. But my hope uh, is that the spirit of God uh, would come upon me one more time uh, and carry us through. Hallelujah. Clap your hands one more time. Man, I want to preach never forsaken. This was written. These scriptures were written a little over a thousand years before Christ. And the only nation in the world that was living remotely righteous would be the nation of Israel. The Bible describes the other nations as heathens. Amen. That's what you were before God got a hold of you. Don't get all puffed up with your nice suit and nice shoes and your custom Bible and acting like you've arrived, honey. We were heathens when God got a hold of us. We were on our way to hell when God got a hold of us. Hey, if anybody ought to be humble, it ought to be the people of God. It ought to be the Gentile church. Well, about 20 people believe me right now. I guess I'll keep preaching till everybody believes me. Because faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We need God every day. So the other nations were a bunch of heathens is what the Bible describes us. And so uh, the righteous were the ones that were living in Israel, and that's highly debatable. Amen. It was the... The children of Israel are the ones who had the oracles of God. That means they had the word of God. Nobody else knew you were supposed to bring a sacrifice. Nobody else knew what it took to get your sins remitted. It was the people of Israel. Amen. And so when the Bible talks about the righteous in the Old Testament, it's talking about the people of Israel who were obeying what the word of God, the word, the laws of Moses said. 
Amen. Praise God. Amen. Did you know a long time ago there was people that did not want to do it? When they come out of Egypt three days later, there was people didn't want to live for God. But there was people that wanted to live for God. In 2022, guess what? There's going to be people that don't want to live for God. But I've got a word for the church. There's going to be a church that wants to live for God. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord right now. Come on, why don't you pray, God, make me the church. Connect me to the church, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So the righteous in this text is the people of Israel who, who are doing what the law of Moses says. This is under the old covenant. And David says, I once was young, or I've been young. We were all young at one time. Amen. And now I'm old. You know what he's doing? He's talking about a lifetime. David's an old man at this point, and he's looking back over his life. And he's beginning to think. Man, when you're young, you don't have time to think about stuff. Man, you're worried about another peanut butter and jelly sandwich. When you get old, you start thinking about stuff. Maybe I need to take blood pressure medicine. Man, I need to last a little longer. Maybe I ought to get a little exercise. Praise God. Maybe I need to take my vitamins. Maybe I need to cut out some birthday cake every now and then. You don't think about that when you're little. But when you get a little older and all of a sudden you wake up and this ankle don't work, but this one does. You start saying, you start realizing I'm not going to be here forever. Something's going wrong. David's thinking about everything that he's seen his whole life. He's meditating. And he gets to thinking. You know what he says? You know what? Over all my life, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. It didn't dawn on him when he was a little boy at church. But now that he's an old man and he starts looking at the Smiths and the Browns and the Thomases and the And he starts looking at their life and their life and their life. He says, you know what? I've never seen the righteous forsaken. What's the benefit of living for God? You get God walking with you all day long. Tell me what the benefit of all this wild prayer and worship and separation from the world. What's the benefit? You don't ever get forsaken. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live one day without God. I don't want to go one day without feeling God. Does that mean you'll never go through trials? Of course it don't mean that. It means when you go through a trial, God's going to be with you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Do you know the world's going to go through trials? And you're going to go through trials. 
The difference is you can walk with God. Praise God. I'm so thankful for what God has done in this church. In the last two years. I'm going to tell you, our pandemic ain't been like the world's pandemic. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Take this whole world, but give me Hey, God's been merciful to us. I said God's been merciful to us. Size of church we have. I just feel like bragging on Jesus for a little bit. Not one person in the hospital with COVID from this church. I think God deserves some praise. I'm going to tell you, God responds to faith. Praise God. I said God responds to faith. You know what the Lord wants us to do in the last days? Walk in faith. Don't walk in fear. How can you not be fearful? All this stuff's going on because I got Jesus with me. He's in the car with me. He's right beside me right now while I'm preaching. I feel the power. He's going to be with me tomorrow. He's going to work for me Tuesday. Hey, if you ain't got no faith, I'm going to keep preaching till you get faith. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. But I'll go with you. Does anybody want God to go with them? Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together right now. Oh, yes, Lord. I don't believe God would allow scriptures in his word that would give you a false hope. I don't believe in that. That ain't the God I He don't give false hopes. When David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. You know what the, the word of God is trying to do? It's trying to give somebody hope. That you don't have to live in fear of where's Jesus? God, are you still going to be with me? You going to walk with me? Oh, yeah, he's going to walk with you. Well, praise God. If, everybody say if. If you meet the criteria. Because he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. He, he didn't say, I've never seen heathens forsaken. He never said, I've never seen the Assyrians forsaken. Or the Philistines forsaken. He said, I've never seen the righteous. Oh, yeah. I didn't think y'all jump up and down right then. You know how easy it is to get the promises of God just get right. You know what the word righteous means? It just means you're right 
in the eyes of God. Let me tell you what is not righteous. Charismatic Christianity. Casual Christianity. Casual walk with God. I'll come to church if I feel like it. I'll pray if I feel like it. I'll give if I feel like it. That's not righteous. Uh, that's wannabe. Uh, amen. But the righteous says, uh, Lord, if you show it to me, if I get the revelation uh, that I'm supposed to be a tithes payer, I'm going to be a tithes payer. Amen. It's amazing. When you start preaching about tithes, they all say, well, all they want's money. You'd be surprised to see what happens to tithes. You'd be surprised how much water bills are paid with tithes and electric bills. Amen. Praise God. But you'd really be surprised if you would figure out what God would do in your life. If you would get out of the greedy seat. Hey, if you're greedy, we don't want your ties anyway. I'm going to tell you, God don't want them if you're greedy. He don't want you paying an offering if you're greedy. Because he loves a cheerful giver. He wants you to be happy when you give them. Hey, Hey, I'm a preacher. I pay tithes too. I'm required to pay 10% in whatever offering. I, you can debate that all you want, but amen. Let me tell you what I do. I don't stop at 10 or, or 15 or 20. You know why I don't? Because I like big blessings. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, I better go to the next subject. Amen. If I could just get people to obey the word of God, you'd be blessed. He said, give to me and I'll give to you. But he ain't going to give back like you give to him. Because he said with good measure, press down, shaken together. Run it over. Will men give unto your bosom? I don't know where it all come from. I don't know where the blessings are coming. I know where it's coming from. You're a giver. Praise God. Praise God. There was a young man sits on the front row. His name starts with a P. I ain't going to say his name. I don't want anybody to think I'm talking about anybody. He's making like $8 an hour sweeping the pawn shop floor. And he, guess what he did? He started paying his tithes and offering and a lot more than he had to. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You know what I love to see what's so beautiful to me? It is when, when people get a hold of it. When people get a hold of it. 
and they start doing what they're supposed to do and they get a right spirit and they start praying and they go from $8 an hour to $8 a minute probably. Well, I can't afford it. I make. I don't even know why I'm preaching this, but I'm, I'm going to preach it. Amen. Praise God. And I, you know, I'm just a preacher and I give and people come eat lunch with me and I, I refuse to let them pay for my meal. Sometimes they sneak and pay for my meal, but I like to buy people's meal. And uh, anyway, we were sitting down the other day and we was having a little, a little powwow about some different stuff. Trying to get these boys building LED signs. God's going to bless them. And we was talking and <clears throat> talking about how much money they could make if they do this right and keep loving God and, and keep the right spirit and keep humble. And, amen. And talking about all God's going to do in their life. And, and they come and said, is this all on one ticket? Praise God. I said, well, it is today. It ain't going to be long. They're going to be buying my lunch. Praise God. Well, you may not like this, but I like this. You know why I like this? Because it works. I had a preacher, my pastor told me, he said, Brother Moses, if you'll, if you'll do what you're supposed to do, God will open the windows of heaven on you. And I thought, well, how could this happen when I, I'm not making no money? I'm just, he said, just, just do what you're supposed to do. I thought, man, this, he's got 2,000 members driving a Jaguar. It's how, my, you know, this doghouse is bigger than my house. Amen. And I was just thinking, Lord. But you know what? I just thought, you know, if it worked for him, maybe it would work for me. Praise God. A year later, he, he was calling me. He said, Brother Moats, what on earth is this? What are you talking about? He, they were going through the offering and Brother Motes had wrote a $50,000 tithes check. Well, hallelujah. You know what he was thinking? I ain't going to have to worry about paying his electric bill. Well, I got to preach. I got to preach. I, I'm just, I, I'm, I, I'm just blessed coming and going. I just believe the Bible when it said, I'm going to bless you coming in and I'm going to bless you going out. I can't get it out of my spirit right now. Hey, not being forsaken ain't just about him fixing your hangnails and making sure you don't have a wreck on the way home. Praise God. Make sure whatever. I don't want him to forsake my wallet. Praise God, I like to eat. Well, hallelujah. Maybe this is too carnal for y'all. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Did you know Abraham was rich? Wonder why God made Abraham rich. You ever thought about that? Don't you think he would have maybe prayed more if he was poor? Well, I don't like that kind of preaching. Hey, man, I don't pray more when I'm poor. 
I'm trying to figure out how to do, put two pennies together. Thank the Lord. Did you know Abraham was exceeding rich? Praise God. You know why? Because when he walked through the land, God wanted all them heathen nations to see that he was a Hebrew. And Hebrews are blessed. Well, you know what the name Hebrew means? It means one that has come out. One that has crossed over. When Abraham left his dad, his mom, and his career, and his job, and all of his buddies. Why did he leave? Because God said, come out. I got somewhere I want to take you to. And when he came from the other side of the Euphrates River, he got the name Hebrew. He's the one that's called out. He's the one that's here because God brought him here. He wanted the heathen nations to know <laughs> Something happens when you hear the voice of God call you out of the dead life into the life. God wanted the nations around to see Abraham, that he was blessed, not because his name was Abraham and that was a cool name. He was blessed because he listened to the word of God. Amen. Do you, and I preach every Sunday and I preach every Wednesday and I preach the commandments of God and all you got to do to tap into the Hebrew blessing the Bible still says come out from among them and be ye separate saith the Lord and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you you can't cuss like you used to cuss uh, and be a Hebrew. You can't drink Jim Beam like you used to drink it uh, and be a Hebrew. Uh, you can't be an adulterer uh, like you used to uh, and be a Hebrew. You got to come out. Uh, you got to be different. Uh, help us, God. Amen. Everybody say, I'm not forsaken. How many times have I heard this question? People in this church, I wonder if God is still with me. Praise the Lord. And this is my question. Are you still right? <laughs> is God still with me, Pastor? Are you still right, brother? Oh, yeah. I I'm telling you where the blessing is. It's to become the righteous. What do righteous people do? When it's time to come to church, they come to church. It's time to pray, they pray. How you like this? 
when it's time to forgive, they forgive. When it's time to apologize, they act like nothing ever happened and hope you do too. No, (laughs) that ain't the way it works. You got to say the big boy words. I'm sorry. I wish I wouldn't have done that. Hey, when you learn to act like a big boy, God will give you big boy blessings. You can be seated. Praise God. Praise God. You know what I'm looking for? How to be more right. I'm walking in the church every day. I'm saying, God, is there anything else that I could change that would get me more blessed? Praise God. Is there anything in my spirit that ain't right that I could get that would change me to where I would? Well, hallelujah. Praise God. Well, thank God. Sterling's running the aisles and nobody else is. Praise God. Praise God. Maybe y'all should watch the children. Praise God. Hey, let me tell you, let me just give you some advice. When, when the preaching gets a little uh, like up in your crawl, all you got to do is jump up and down and act like you like it. <laughs> hey, the Holy Ghost may jump on you. <laughs> Praise if you. This is what the Bible says. The Spirit's willing, but the flesh hates that preaching. The flesh says, I ain't going to jump up and down because they're going to think I'm the one that ain't apologizing to nobody. I'm not, I'm not going to high-five nobody. They're going to think I'm the one with a bad spirit. No, the one that ain't moving is probably the one with a bad spirit. <laughs> well, praise God. Praise God. Let me preach for five minutes and then we're going to shout or something. we go eat a biscuit or something. Everybody say, though he fall. And we're not talking about just anybody. We're talking about a good man, a righteous man. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. Let me just, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. If you fall, don't let it drag you out. If you fall, if you make a mistake, this is what you do. You get up. And you get back on track. What the enemy will do when you fall, he will tell you you are utterly cast down. To know the word is so powerful. This is what messes people up is when they make a mistake. 
when they fall short, when they think God showed them something, but he didn't. When they do something they shouldn't have done. When they say something they shouldn't have said, then they just, the devil just jumps on people. And binds them up. And then you start adding insult to injury then. And the more you lean back and, yeah, I did mess up. The harder it is for you to break out of it. Hey, I'm telling you, a righteous man falls seven times. Did you hear that? A righteous man falls seven times. But the Bible says, I once was young and now I'm old. Yet, have I never seen the righteous forsaken. Which means while you fail, he was still there. When you were down, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel God wanting to pick somebody up. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord right now. Come on, why don't we turn this into a prayer meeting right now? I feel it. Come on, somebody needs to pray until the Holy Ghost begins to pray through your spirit right now. If you're feeling down, I want you to come to the front. If you feel like you've let God down or you haven't been what you ought to be, I want you to be the first one on this altar right now. Put the chairs up. Come on, we're about to have a Holy Ghost breakthrough right now. There's somebody going to go to higher ground. Come on, just start crying out to God. Come on, church. He was there all the time. (laughs) Come on, this is Restoration Sunday. God's going to restore a broken spirit tonight. Come on, it's breakthrough time. I'm telling you, in your darkest hour, he was there. Come on, in the den of lions, he's still there. In the fiery furnace, he'll be there. Come on, I feel a breakthrough coming. I feel a breakthrough in the Holy Ghost. 